This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, we're going to talk about your heart health and how you can take a proactive approach to your heart. We'll be talking to the folks at HeartFit Clinic here on Vancouver Consumer. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. Apple is rolling out a new system that will help some iPhone users in Canada reach emergency responders, even if they don't have access to cell service or Wi-Fi. Great if you're stuck out in the woods somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Apple says its new emergency SOS system will allow anyone with an iPhone 14 to connect to a satellite to report an emergency or call for help. It says the service will be free for the first two years. The announcement comes as Canadian telecommunications companies are facing some big pressure to make sure that people can still reach emergency responders in the case of a major outage. You might remember back in July when Rogers Cell Service went out across the country for 15 very long hours. Rising gas prices in October are getting the blame for stalling several months of declines in the inflation rate in Canada. Statistics Canada says last month's annual inflation rate of 6.9% didn't budge from its September setting. StatsCan also predicts that with interest rates going up, higher mortgage costs could continue to push the cost of living upward. But it says those pressures could be offset by a slowdown in price growth for groceries and natural gas. Inflation here in BC nudged up one-tenth of a point in October to 7.8%, but the latest Consumer Price Index report shows it fell here in Vancouver and Victoria, slipping one basis point in Victoria and just under a half a percent in Vancouver. The Canadian Real Estate Association says last month's home sales amounted to the first monthly gain on average across the country since February. But analysts say they don't expect the market to pick up just yet because conditions have sunk below pandemic highs. The association says total sales totaled 35,380 in October, a 1.3% increase from September. But compared with a year ago, home sales in October were down 36%. And the experts are saying that's a sign that the slowdown that materialized earlier this year in real estate is going to continue. Officials with Health Canada say more doses of children's painkillers and fever medications will be available soon, but they won't say how many or where exactly they'll be sent. Senior officials were answering questions this week at a House of Commons committee as hospitals and nervous parents struggle to find children's Tylenol and Advil with a shortage on many store shelves. And the population just keeps growing. The United Nations announced this past week that the world's population has reached the 8 billion mark. The projection came in a report released in July that says much of the growth expected between now and 2050 is coming from just eight countries. Half of it is in sub-Saharan Africa, Nigeria, Congo, Ethiopia, and Tanzania. The report also says India is expected to overtake China next year as the world's most populous country. 
This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, it's all about keeping your heart healthy with Diamond Fernandez from the Heart Fit Clinic. We'll talk to Diamond right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer. We are learning more and more about heart health and what causes heart disease and heart attacks. And with me now is someone at the leading edge of this, and he believes many of the things that we've come to believe about heart attacks and overall heart health are either misguided and sometimes just plain wrong. Diamond Fernandez is the founder of the Heart Fit Clinic. Heartfit.ca is where they are online. They're one of the world's premier cardiac rehabilitation and heart attack and stroke prevention centers providing cardiovascular assessments and heart disease treatments. He's also the author of the book, Beating Heart Disease. And Diamond Fernandez is with us now. Hi, Diamond. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Excellent. Well, why don't we get started with kind of an overview of the HeartFit Clinic? Because I know you, you often say the HeartFit Clinic is, is not a replacement for your family doctor, but um, what is the HeartFit Clinic and how does it fit in with someone's overall cardiac health? Yeah, it, it, there are, well, gosh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the idea between what we focus on at the HeartFit Clinic is to bridge a gap in the healthcare system. So uh, I like to break it down in three things. Like, So we see people who are concerned about their heart health and we provide personalized heart assessments and treatments that bridge a gap in the healthcare system to help people prevent and reverse heart disease. And so um, the idea is, is that when you have people who are concerned about their heart health, that could be at any point, right? That could be, hey, I'm just trying to prevent that heart attack. My neighbor had a heart attack. My father had a heart attack. My mother had a stroke, whatever might be the situation. But you're just, I want to be a little bit proactive or Maybe, you know, you've gained some weight and uh, um, maybe you don't feel confident or, 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 you know, to not do anything about it. Maybe you're just a little bit scared. And we get a lot of people like that are just scared to exercise. So they want to know where their risk is first so that they can make sure that they can exercise safely and effectively or all those uh, fun things like that, too. So that, that's the, the first group of people. And then the next group of people, and I'll get into some case studies later today, but um, you know, they, they have higher risk factors, heart disease, they have high blood pressure. And a lot of people are taking blood pressure pills. And they're like, okay, well, my blood pressure is good, but is it? And not to say or, or doubt that, but what's the risk in terms of the arteries? Because, and I'll get into that in a little bit moment, is inside the arteries, they're, they're a muscle, they're not a pipe, we're not always concerned about the plumbing problem, right? And or diabetes, that could fall in that category, or maybe you're taking a cholesterol lowering pill, and you're like, well, why am I taking this? Like, what's the purpose of this? And, or, or maybe you're taking aspirin, and we'll get into that in a little bit later today. But you know, those, are, those are the second category of people that we, we see that and now they're taking or they're a little bit higher risk and they're taking or doing something about it. And then there's the other category of people that have, you know, artery disease, they have atrial fibrillation, they have an arrhythmia, they have heart failure, they've had a stent or bypass surgery, something now that they have artery disease and they're, uh, you know, 
we're a cardiac rehab clinic, so we see people who've just had that, so we help them rehabilitate and get themselves back into a, a heart-healthy lifestyle. But then there are a lot of those people that are, like, in limbo. They're like, you know, I see my cardiologist and I get a stress test, and my next book is that. It's about that. It's about navigating heart disease and the death of the stress test because it's one of the worst tests you can do because it's looking for a plumbing problem, and artery disease is not a plumbing problem. So that's kind of the, the focus on what we do. And, yeah, we bridge a gap in the healthcare system, so you don't really require to answer that question, we don't really require a doctor's referral to come into our services because, and we do get a lot of referrals, but we don't require one because we're here to bridge a gap and work together with your rest of your healthcare professionals so that we can help people prevent and reverse heart disease. Right. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez. He is the founder of the Heart Fit Clinic. They are on Douglas Road in Burnaby, and you can find them online at heartfit.ca. He's also the author of Beating Heart Disease, as well as the upcoming book, Death of the Stress Test. And uh, you've just sort of laid out what the Heart Fit Clinic does. And, you know, what's I'm, I, this is another loaded question, but what are some of the big um uh, I, I don't know if, uh, if I call them misgivings, but some of the things that people get wrong about dealing with their own heart health. What are some of the big myths out there that the Heart Fit Clinic deals with? So I think the biggest myth is people think that these arteries are a pipe uh, and not a muscle. And people think, well, you know what? I had a stress test or I had a nuclear stress test, or I even went as far as to check right inside my arteries. And, you know, we saw minimal blockages or we saw minimal things. And I'm going to explain that part right now because the HeartFit Clinic really focuses on looking at the artery health. Inside the artery wall is, is very complicated. It's not a pipe. If it was a pipe, um, you know, it wouldn't have the ability to expand and contract. So everyone can feel their pulse on their neck. You know, we, you know, if I ask you to check your heart rate, and that's your heart rate, it's time to, uh, you know, the, 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 the expanding and contracting of a blood vessel. And that's that expansion and contraction of the blood vessel, you can feel them in different spots in the body where the arteries come close to the surface of the skin. Now, just to put this into perspective, and this is very important, your arteries go everywhere. Right? If I were to attach all your arteries together, it would go around the world like almost two and a half, three times. Like that's how many arteries you have. Now let's get specific to the arteries of the heart. And cardiologists are great. If you're having a heart attack, if you're having chest pain and, you know, or an elephant on your chest or, you know, you're feeling nauseated or indigestion and you think it's your heart, you know, that's where you, I want you to get to the hospital as quick as possible and deal with that. That's an emergency. And we have really great uh, cardiologists in the greater Vancouver area to help you with that situation when you have that emergency situation. The concern is, is this is where the HeartFit Clinic bridges a gap. Now, when you look at the arteries, most people think of it as a plumbing problem. They're like, and I'm going to get you to think about it. So now we know that these arteries are a muscle, not a pipe. And if you don't believe me, you can feel them expand and contract and know that is not your heartbeat. Your heart is in the middle of your chest. That's what your heart is doing. It's, it's pushing blood flow out, but now it's the responsibility of these arteries to deliver the blood, including to its own muscle, the heart itself. And so there's a lot of blood vessels going into the heart. Now, when we look at that, 
and we understand that, okay, now these arteries are expanding, contracting, and delivering blood, think of it like a highway system. So let's think of it like a highway system for a moment. Okay. Let's think of it like a five-lane highway system because we've got a few of them right here in the area. But <clears throat> when, you, when you look at that, if we, we think about a five-lane highway system, if we have just construction on the side of the road, what happens to that flow of traffic? It kind of so, gets, it kind of slows down a bit. Yeah, it slows down a bit, but cars are still able to get from point A to point B, right? They're still right. able to get from point A to point B. Right. Now, what happens if we close one lane of the highway system? You know, still, cars are still able to get from point A to point B, even two lanes. It's not until it's four or more lanes closed in that highway system does a cardiologist care about it because then they can consider stenting or bypassing, but that's not what you want to do anymore. You actually want to see the heart fit clinic and, and bridge that gap because we got these treatments and probably you can hear them in the background where we pump blood back up to the heart and grow new arteries. And I'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But yeah, that's an interesting idea, thing, growing new arteries, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. And so the idea is, is that these arteries expand and contract. And what happens is, Inside the lining of the artery wall is all skin, right? It's called the endothelium. And if you put your thumb and finger together, that's what the inside of the artery looks like. It's all skin. And when you look at it from that perspective, what's going on is, is that when that skin gets damaged or hurt, right, it opens up like a tennis net-like structure, and you have different sized cholesterol particles that can go through. We'll, we'll just keep it simple. You have golf balls and tennis balls. And it's not good cholesterol, bad cholesterol. Even the bad cholesterol is not all that bad. And this is why not everyone should be taking a cholesterol-lowering pill just because your cholesterol is high. We'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> a lot of things we're going to get into. But the, the idea is, is that it builds up. It, it, it kind of slivers into the, just like a sliver on your hand. Everyone's had a sliver on your hand before. These cholesterol particles, the smaller ones, the golf ball-sized ones, sliver into the lining of the artery wall. So I'll, take, I'll, I'll share that again. First thing that happens is that something has to damage that lining of the skin. We call that inflammation, right? It opens up now like a tennis net-like structure to allow the golf ball-sized particles, not the tennis ball-sized particles, but the golf ball-sized particles to sliver into the lining of the artery wall, and then it goes through a plaque-building process there. I won't get into the details. But it builds up like a pimple on your face. Now, going back to your highway system there, if one lane closed, two lane closed, even three lanes closed, not a big deal, but it is a big deal to us because a, a blockage, my, uh, the heart fit clinic, what we focus on most is to see where that risk is of that plaque or that blockage rupturing and then obviously reversing it if that's the case because that's what we do. But right. the biggest myth out there is, is that arteries are a pipe and they're actually a muscle. Yeah. And in, in the couple of minutes that we have in this first segment, uh, let's talk about the, the causes of that buildup. Because um, like there's the old uh, Simpsons thing where he eats a cheeseburger and then the pipe gets clogged up. But it's not like that. But really, we don't have a huge amount of time. But what, what are some things that, that cause that buildup? Is it, is it all uh, hereditary? Is it all diet-related so if you go to the hospitals and you look at all the people that are in the hospital with coronary artery disease, it works out to be about maybe 15% of the people had a hereditary problem. And, and that's just simple. Like, hey, 
you can smoke and I can smoke. And you can smoke until you're 90 and never have a problem, but I smoke and 40 years old drop dead of a heart attack. It's all about turning, think of this as we all are given these uh, light switches. And based on what we do with our life, the light switch will get turned on and activate a bunch of codes, we'll call it genetic codes, and basically say, look, if you smoke, you're going to have a heart attack. Well, we know that smoking is going to cause problems, right? It's going to cause, but you might turn on a step for cancer, not heart disease, or you might turn on a step for like these genetic uh, codes, we'll call them. Um, you can turn on this genetic light switch and say, well, this is what happens when this happens or that happens. Now, when we look at that part of it, it's all about, think of this, you've got all these different light switches in your body. At the HeartFit Clinic, we personalize what's going on with you so that we can help you understand where your risk is of a heart attack or stroke. And if you have heart disease, why? And more importantly, help you reverse that process so you don't end up with another heart attack or a stroke. And so a lot of people are sitting out there on this fence, and we'll talk about a case study here in the next uh, segment, where what happens if I, well, hey, my doctor's got me under control. I'm seeing like the best doctor in the city here. That's great. But it's all about understanding why, because just because you have high blood pressure or you have high cholesterol and you're taking a pill, it doesn't mean you're safe. And I'll get into right. that a little bit later um, right. in the next segment there. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez. He is uh, the author of the book, Beating Heart Disease, which, uh, you know, might make a good Christmas gift for somebody. You can find it on heartfit.ca, which is the uh, website. And they have a location here in Burnaby, here in uh, the lower mainland, Douglas Road in Burnaby, 1126 Douglas Road. Go to heartfit.ca to find out everything that they do. And when we come back, we're going to hear some case studies and we're going to hear about how you can uh, further proof your health, your heart health, and, and take a proactive approach. And that's what they do at the HeartFit Clinic. You can also give them a call too, 604-330-4348, 604-330-4348. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer, and it's more with Diamond Fernandez when we continue on CKNW right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And on Vancouver Consumer this afternoon, we're talking about your heart health with Diamond Fernandez. He is the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. They have a location in Burnaby, Douglas Road, 1126 Douglas Road. And you can find out everything Thing you need to know uh, on their website. Heartfit.ca is the website. And uh, as we heard, it uh, it's not necessarily a replacement for your family doctor, but it's a way to be proactive about your heart health. Whether you have uh, had heart problems before, maybe it's in your family and you want to be proactive about it, uh, go to the HeartFit Clinic. Check it out at heartfit.ca. And you can also come in for a free assessment. And I guess that's a, a great thing for people to do, to come in and get a consultation. Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a conversation where you kind of get to know each other. And, and, and to us, it's, it's about a partnership. I don't have a, a magic bullet. I mean, we'd have a great success uh, uh, process and what we're doing. We have clinics in Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver, and soon we'll be out in Toronto here. So 
there's a lot of focus in what we do, and we do a really great job in helping people bridge the gap in the healthcare system to help people prevent and reverse heart disease. So, yeah, that's that's our big focus and what we do. Yeah, and, and like you said in the last segment, uh, it's it's very different. Everybody's different, and our genetic makeup is different. And for some people, smoking can trigger heart disease, and for other people, it's something else. So I guess it's very important that if somebody goes to heartfit.ca and sets up a consultation that you uh, that you really listen and find out about their situation because everybody is different, right? Yeah, and even the results come back different. They're not they're personalized to you, right? And so that's the big key in what we do. And and I'll just go through quickly a, a case study where a patient came to see us, and um, you know what happened was is they they have high cholesterol and they were taking an aspirin and they were doing this. Um, since their 40s, and they came to see us, um, they were 52, I believe. And, you know, they, they were like, well, I heard you, I see what's going on, and I'm taking this cholesterol-lowering pill, and I've been taking it for years, and I'm taking aspirin for years, and they don't feel good. They don't feel good. And, or, or they don't feel like they should, let's put it that way. Because right. most people brush it off to, okay, well, I'm, you know, X age, I'm a, a, a number, and I'm supposed to feel this way. No, that's not true. Not supposed to, you know. Yes, our body slows down, and the idea is to anti-age, and that's kind of what our focus is at the HeartFit Clinic is to anti-age your arteries. And when you look at this from this perspective, this patient was taking a cholesterol-lowering pill, and they were taking aspirin. They've never had a heart attack, and now the research shows that you should not be taking an aspirin. And aspirin is one of the drugs that you should like. I don't even think it would go through clinical trials properly uh, today. Like I don't think it would be an over-counter drug if it was released today. But the point of the, is, is that most people think, well, I'll thin my blood and I'll be good. Well, no. If you thin your blood, you actually can ruin your gut and your and your gut health. And so um, there's a whole bunch of complications that can happen with the gut as well. But and 90% of the disease start in your digestive tract. So. The first thing we, we actually did is to see, well, where is this person's risk of, of heart disease? Because if we don't understand where the risk is, then we can't, uh, you know, suggest properly, okay, what are some alternatives to, to what you're taking? But now the data actually shows that uh, there was a study that came out, uh, I think it was last month or maybe the month before that we were talking about. And, you know, Hartford Clinic put out a, a blog post about it as well. And aspirin taking it on a, a preventative basis is not recommended anymore. Interesting. I'll say that again. Yeah. Yeah. Aspirin is not recommended on a preventative basis anymore because the risk outweighs the benefit. And so when should you be taking aspirin? That's a conversation that we can have with you at the HeartFit Clinic. And if you're taking aspirin, well, maybe it's time to consider coming off it, but we don't want to just take you off of it, right? You're concerned. You're obviously taking aspirin because you're concerned of a heart attack or stroke. So coming to the HeartFit Clinic will let you know where that part is. Now, right. let's take it a step further with this person, is that they ended up doing uh, some testing with the cardiologist, and we talked about it in the prior segment. They don't have a plumbing problem, right? It's not a, it's not a plumbing issue, and all the testing that cardiologists do is ideally looking for the plumbing problem. If you don't have a plumbing problem, then, hey, here's a cholesterol-lowering pill. So this person had... Um, they had an, a, a, a very extensive testing that they had done, and they do have some earlier stages or did have some earlier stages of heart disease, so they were recommended to take a cholesterol-lowering pill. And when we're looking at the data properly, it was, you know, it's like, uh, should you, should you not? And I think it's a cop-out 
uh, when we um, when when cholesterol lowering pills are prescribed because it's like here's a cholesterol lowering pill and you know what don't worry about you know however you live your life is just live your life but it, this this will help you and when we look at something that's very important especially on a preventative basis taking a cholesterol lowering pill you know it's hit and miss you have to be really at risk for us at the heart clinic to suggest you taking a cholesterol lowering pill but this person wanted off it they were getting uh, they were getting some pains. The muscles are not co- quite doing so well. In fact, their blood sugars were starting to go a little bit higher with this. And so, and, and that was a study that came out earlier. Uh, I think it was just actually recently. I just read it. But it, it, it was, um, you know, there are effects that can happen from uh, lowering your cholesterol. Now, here's something that's very important to understand. And mm-hmm. this is a, a myth that we just talked about in the prior segment, is that cholesterol accumulates to this pipe and you have a last cheeseburger and fries and you end up with a heart attack. Right. Doesn't happen that way. Doesn't happen that way at all. What happens, and we talked about it in the segment before, is that something has to damage that lining of the skin, right? Something has to hurt this lining of the, the, it's called the endothelium. Something has to damage this lining of skin. And when it damages that, then we talked about this tennis net like structure opens up. Well, when we had this person, we actually got them off of their cholesterol-lowering pill, and we managed to put them on some, on some natural things to address the specific deficiencies that they had. That's the reason why they had high cholesterol. But this person feels so much better now. And obviously, this was not an overnight project, but it was something where we un- first identified where this person's risk is without looking at it like a plumbing problem, right? So that was step mm-hmm. one. Step two is then to work with them to get them off of their medication so that we can, you know, feel better, right? Obviously, medications have their side effects, and I think they're very important in certain situations, but sometimes it's not. And especially if someone's trying to do the right thing or be a little bit more proactive, then this is where the HeartFit Clinic bridges that important gap. And it all starts off with obviously having that conversation, right? It's right. having a conversation. So go to heartfit.ca. That's the website. Their location is in Burnaby on Douglas Road, Heartfit Clinic. And we're talking with Diamond Fernandez, the author of the book, Beating Heart Disease, and the founder of the Heartfit Clinic. And uh, like I say, online, it's heartfit.ca. And I know a big part of, of treatment uh, is exercise. And you have clinical exercise programs. Um so tell me, what's the difference between the kind of exercise programs that uh, you would get at the HeartFit Clinic and a regular personal trainer, say? What are the differences well, there? It's exactly that. It's clinical, right? And so um, if you have high blood pressure, if you have arrhythmias, if you have heart disease, we want to make sure it's clinically safe for you to be able to exercise safely and effectively. That's the whole focus. Now, we're not personal trainers here. So we would work with your personal trainer to make sure that you can do something safely and effectively. But that would be the focus that way. Um, you know, it was, it was really interesting. Like we had a, a patient who uh, actually they had a heart attack. They just came in uh, recently. So they had a heart attack. Um, they came to see us and they did an angiogram where they can see where the plumbing problem is and they stented a lesion. But they, and this is, not, this is why it's important to understand it now. And now the literature is catching up with people. Uh, when I say people c- catching up with the cardiology community is that, you know, just because we see a plumbing problem, it doesn't mean we need to open everything up. Right. And so 
there's a, when, when that person goes in with a heart attack, we want to actually get the culprit lesion, meaning the, the culprit problem. There's different arteries in the body. So we, they opened it up, the problem, and they felt better, and so the heart attack subsided. But there's a bunch of other blockages that are happening, and the doctors are like, okay, we'll keep an eye on that. And, and, and this is where the heart fit clinic bridges that gap. It's okay, well, I'm scared to exercise. You know, like, what should I be doing? Because I still have, you know, 30, 40, 50%, whatever number, 70%, 80% blockages. But that's just looking at like a plumbing problem. At the HeartFit Clinic, we can bridge that gap. And so exercise becomes very important. But in this case, um, this patient was maybe even being considered for bypass surgery. And so no one wants to get their chest open. And no one definitely doesn't want to do it on a preventative basis either. It's not something you walk into the hospital and say, okay, I'm here to get my bypass surgery. It's, it's something that it, it should be ideally done for emergency sake. Now, this sounds funny because if you think about the path of what patients go through, they see their family doctor. Family doctor is like, oh, you're kind of at risk. You got some chest pains. Well, let's send you to a cardiologist. Cardiologist investigates you. Oh, we have a plumbing problem. And just because you have a plumbing problem now doesn't mean that you have to go in and open everything up. And this is where our therapy external counterpulsation comes into play and exercise and making sure you're eating well and finding out where the deficiencies are in your body. Like there's a whole bunch of ads that we can do with at the heart clinic is about personalizing an approach that's helping you prevent and reverse heart disease and external counterpulsation, which you can probably hear the beds coming, uh, uh, being squeezed behind me here. It, mm-hmm. it, it basically pushes blood back up to the heart and it helps the heart grow new vessels and when you grow new vessels, then you increase blood flow. You're doing it safely. You're doing it without any radiation. You're doing it like there's, there's no harmful effects that can happen while doing this treatment. And when we're doing this, the idea is to push a massive amount of blood flow to improve blood flow. But then we're also focusing on improving the artery health. Remember, these arteries are muscles, not pipes. And so for those plaques that might be at risk of a pimple popping, right? So we talked about that before. So if a plaque's at risk of a, of a rupture, then we want to reverse that. And how we reverse it is by changing the consistency of the plaque or changing the consistency of that pimple. So right. for the listeners who are just joining in, the heart fit clinic focuses on the arteries like a muscle, right? So taking your thumb and finger together, and when that gets damaged, it opens up that lining, those small particles, not the large particles, we're into the lining of the artery wall, and it builds up like a pimple on your face. Now, how we reverse heart disease at the HeartFit Clinic is by focusing on reversing that pimple, by shrinking that pimple size, but also strengthening the skin over that pimple so it doesn't pop. Because if a pimple pops on your face, not a big deal. You, you might look like <laughs> But yeah. I'll tell you what, people don't care other than yourself. <laughs> and, and, yeah. But if it happens inside your artery, that's a heart attack. That is a heart attack. And that's why you need to go to the HeartFit Clinic. HeartFit.ca is the website. Go in for that referral and, uh, you know, find out how you can get proactive with your heart health. Diamond Fernandez, uh, thank you so much. Diamond is the author of Beating Heart Disease. As I mentioned, good Christmas gift. Go to uh, HeartFit.ca, pick it up. Um, You can buy it online. And uh, thanks for talking to us, Diamond. Excellent. We'll have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, you too.
uh, Diamond Fernandez. It's the HeartFit Clinic, Douglas Road in Burnaby. HeartFit.ca is the website. And coming up, I hate to say it, but it's the Christmas shopping season starting just under a week because that's when Black's Fr- Black Friday is. And uh, that's the unofficial start of the Christmas shopping season. And if you're thinking about what to get the kids, I've got a great idea. It's called the Five Gift Rule. I'll explain it next when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and I know you may think it's a little early for me to say these two words, but I'm going to say them together. Christmas shopping. Because Thanksgiving in the U.S. is next week. So that means this coming Friday is Black Friday, the official start of the Christmas shopping season. And if you've got kids, there's some serious pressure there. They can be demanding and they know exactly what they want. And it's easy to feel like you're overindulging the kids. But at the same time, you want them to be happy, of course. It's Christmas. Uh, There's one new theory that is popular online. It's called the five gift rule. No more than five gifts. And each one is a specific type of gift. And it really makes Christmas shopping easier, especially if you've got kids. But it could also apply to adults, especially your partner or your spouse. So it's five gifts. And each gift is a specific category. Number one on the five gift rule is something they want. That's a no-brainer, especially with kids, because they know exactly what they want, and they'll let you know what it is. So that's number one. The second gift in the five-gift rule is something they need. Maybe that's something for school. It doesn't have to be boring. It could be a cool lunchbox or a really cool bike helmet. Uh, number three on the list, something to wear, a piece of clothing. And if you've seen that movie Christmas Story, uh, that gift was a huge rabbit costume. And I don't recommend that. Uh, Something cool, something they'll wear. Number four on the five gift list, something to read. Get them a good book. And if you do some research, you can find the hot books that are perfect for whatever age they are. Go to Kids Books on West Broadway in Vancouver, for example. They are completely tuned in to what's going on when it comes to books for kids and young adults. But uh, there are a lot of local bookstores here in Vancouver. Now, the fifth gift in the five gift rule is where it gets really interesting. The fifth gift is something they need or want, but they don't really know it yet. And if you put some thought into it, that one can be the best gift. Think about what your kid is really into. Maybe they're starting to show a talent for drawing, for example. You could buy them a book of blank pages that are formatted like a comic book so they can write and draw their own comic. And you can find those at bookstores. And I know it's on Amazon as well. So that's the five gift rule. The first gift is something they want, then something they need then something to wear, then something to read, and the final gift is something they need or want. They just don't know it yet. It makes shopping a little easier. And that's mostly for kids, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, It could be if you're shopping for a spouse too. And depending on that person, you might want to throw in a sixth gift. That is uh, something to drink. So good luck with your Christmas shopping. I know it's early and it's kind of annoying, but you'll thank me. And maybe uh, you won't find yourself in the mall 
on Christmas Eve. Coming up on Vancouver Consumer, it's the consumer news headlines from the past week, including more from Elon Musk as he continues to steamroll through Twitter. And it's not going over very well with many employees. I'm Martin Strong, and that story and more when Vancouver Consumer continues. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.